0: Hi, everyone. I am so excited because I have Tristan Palu on the line. Now, Tristan is all about fintech, as am I. So I'm sure we're about to nerd out tremendously when it comes to fintech companies and what's going on in that industry. Hey, Tristan, how are you today?
1: I'm very well. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, it took for this interview to come to fruition. So I'm glad that we're finally connected. So let's hop right in for the audience. And I just wanted to ask you, when it comes to FinTech, how are you involved? What does that look like? Do you have a business around FinTech? What made you interested in this field?
1: I I started working in financial services and in banking before FinTech was trendy, but it was just the beginning. So at the end of 2014, I just moved moved to London to work in finance. And um, in the summer of 2015, I started working in corporate strategy for a large uh, UK bank. And and then I got super interested in innovation in financial services, what was going on, and new technologies, which was changing slowly but surely the world. and And yeah, so I started very, let's say, organically and picked my interest. I started reading a lot, writing about it, like writing research paper for as part of my job, working with fintech companies to develop partnerships and this kind of stuff. And then in January 2020, I started fintech review to, how would I say that, to channel a bit my interest in fintech, having a platform where I could write, but also interview people in the industry. Yeah, like a a way to to channel my enthusiasm about FinTech. And now uh, it's a small media platform and I have a newsletter as well. And I also work with a couple of FinTechs as a strategic advisor.
0: Nice, nice. That is awesome. So just so the audience understands, so you kind of inched your way in like you were like, oh, I really like this industry. This is awesome. And so you just engrossed yourself in the fintech industry. And then you were like, you know what? I'm gonna create a website around this because I have all the knowledge and all of the information about the companies and things like that. I might as well put it out to the World Wide Web. And so you created fintechreview.net. Now, I want to stay there for a moment because I want people to understand. So what is fintechreview.net? Is it just a place where you put research? Are you reviewing all of these different fintech companies?
1: So it's, uh, I like to say that it's a bit like it's the intersection of various things. On FinTech Review, there might be articles about more, let's call it business, like the effect of interest rates on FinTech businesses. Then sometimes it can be a review of a company saying, "Oh, what's going on with this company in particular?" And then there are lots of interviews of various people working in the industry, their point of views on on stuff. So it tends to be opinionated. There are strong opinions on 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 various things on fintech review. It's not tends not to be neutral, which is how I like to do things. I call the cat. And yeah, so there are various things, and it goes from explaining very basic stuff around finance to better understand fintech, all the way to more complex topics that I cover.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, I know I didn't preface any questions, but I'm curious to know your answer. What do you think, like what is your favorite fintech company right now? If you had to choose one, who do you think is doing some awesome things and you feel like, oh, like this is one that's really on the come up?
1: So there is a company I I really like this it's in europe it's expanded elsewhere and it's actually also in the us called wise it was formerly known as TransferWise and they started as a money transmission business so that i used like a while ago i started using it i think in 2014 or something like that, and i was finding it super useful and much cheaper than banks and now they've evolved and they're providing bank accounts and to like individuals, but also businesses. So I use it for businesses. And I think they have a great set of products. They're beating the competition on price, but but the service is still like super good. And I can see them, they've developed a the solid business model and they're presenting in so many countries. They've they managed to do the expansion in the US from Europe, which a lot of fintechs failed there. They go to the U.S. and they, they don't understand that it's really expensive to expand there and they fail. But Wise managed to do that and as far as I know, they have a strong business in the U.S. So I really like this company.
0: Yes, yes, and it's funny because I was like, I wonder if I'm gonna know the company that he says, and of course I do. I'm actually use Wise, so I'm here in the U.S. and I use Wise to send money to contractors that I have overseas, and. It's so easy. It's so simple. And like you said, it's cheap. And actually the contractor that I hired, one of them, she was like, Oh, you should use WISE. And so that's how I became aware of it. So now I'm letting my audience know if you have contractors, you have two fintech nerds here telling you that WISE is an awesome platform. And I use it every single week and it has not failed me at all. The contractor, she gets her money every week. I think I've been using it for about a year now. So it's an awesome platform. I completely agree with that so i was like i'm so glad you brought up one that i actually know and use
1: (laughs) yeah i I must admit that i was thinking okay i need to find one that is is not gonna be oh it's only known in the uk but actually no i do these guys so and i knew they were in the us so there was a strong probability that you would know them.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, it, as far as the industry in general, because you have a lot, of, I'm on your website now, you have a lot of industry stuff here. As far as the industry in general, what kind of trends and stuff are you seeing in the fintech? Obviously,
1: the current business environment is impacting uh, fintechs, like it's impacting like most other businesses, but uh, especially because a lot of investment has gone into fintech startups over the past few years. It has really gone up a lot over the past, let's say, two, two, three years. So now we're seeing a massive slowdown, which means that it's not as easy to raise funds as a startup. So we'll see less businesses emerge. But I think it's a good thing uh, because it means only the strong ones, the ones where they have actually a decent model, then they'll still be able to raise funds anyway. And it also means that the established ones that are not profitable and don't have a clear path to some kind of profitability will also find it harder to raise money to keep on going. So all that means that we'll see, we'll probably see some consolidation or at least also some businesses just going into liquidation because they can't sustain themselves. And also because you have so many businesses that popped up out of nowhere over the past five, seven years that there's not enough food for everybody. So some of them are going to starve and uh, that's just normal. There in some spaces, it's just too crowded. and But there's still plenty of things to do, but it's uh, still things are happening. But it's just going to be a bit, we're going to enter a period where it's going to be a reckoning for a number of businesses.
0: Yes. And that's so unfortunate. But like you said, it's normal in any industry, really. But I imagine, especially for tech companies where there's so many new on-starts and then you're constantly fighting for position. And then, of course, not everybody can survive. And it's unfortunate because I'm sure like each company in tech does something a little different and something that could be revolutionary, but you need capital. So at the end of the day, if you don't establish your competitive advantage and stuff early enough then unfortunately, you know, it's not going to work out. I had the pleasure of being a judge for the FinTech competition at FinCon. That was back in 2021, I think, FinCon. And it was awesome seeing what type of new technology and things that are coming through the pipeline from helping nonprofits to more on the financial education side, things of that nature. Now, let me ask you, what where do you see too many people, too many competitors, and where do you see not enough as far as spaces in fintech? So where I, I
1: see too that many might be is, difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but where I see too many is in the retail space, like neobanks, banks, like uh, challenger banks. Is that every two days there is someone who says, "Oh yeah, I'm launching a challenger bank, and it's gonna be super niche," and they go in, even more into a niche of a niche. So. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, guys, we're going to do like only this part of the population in this neighborhood of San Francisco. Okay, okay, yeah, this is a tiny market. Why don't you go a bit wider? So Challenger bags, I see too many, and I see too many that don't have anything that differentiate them. So they don't have a strong selling point. So I don't understand how they think that they're gonna gain customers. So that's where I think it's the most crowded space. And one the, where there is not enough is in the business space. There are in, I mean, there are a few, but it's still it's still pretty crap. Like business banking and and running a business and the link between business and accounting and all there there have been lots of improvements, but I think that it could be better. And also on the financing side of, of businesses because no no one has really looked at how we could do better business lending, how we could support like businesses without having this whole, hey, do you have three years of activity? No, I don't give you any money. So this kind of, but it's a tough problem. And that's the issue with fintech the past few years that the low hanging fruits, okay, everybody has picked them and it was easy, like money transfer, challenger banks, fine. The tough problems are a bit higher, and you need to work more, and you need to go and get it, and it's tough, but you need to go after them. And so all these tough problems, no one has looked at it because, oh, okay, fine, I don't want to do it. So it's the in- same in the personal finance space. No one is really like looking at ways to solve the personal finance problem, which is that people tend to have too much personal finance personal debt. And it's an issue in many countries and no one is really, some companies are trying to solve it, but not a big one is trying to look at it and solve this problem.
0: Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. Just to backtrack a little bit, as far as banks, I completely agree. There's a lot of them out there. I just came across a new one because one of my clients was like, oh, I'm going to switch to, I think it was called Aspire. Was it Aspire? I can't remember, but their premise is they help the environment and stuff like that. And so one of my clients is very into the environment. So it was like a niche bank for people that are very into the environment and earth and stuff like that, which I was like, oh, that's cool. But like you said, is if you niche down too much, how are you going to survive? And then going to the ones where you say there's not enough. Completely agree there because if you look at business accounting, for instance, QuickBooks is like dominating, and then there's like FreshBooks, and then hardly anybody getting into allowing small business owners to get loans when they're in those early stages. I know, for instance, in my situation, I'm a full-time entrepreneur and it is so hard <laughs> to get a loan versus somebody that just works a 2 So it's very interesting with that. And so I just wanted to hit on those two points because I completely agree where it's overpopulated and then underpopulated. So this was a very interesting conversation. And of course, I could nerd out. I'm sure we can both nerd out all day on this, but we want to leave something for the people to go look you up. So if people were interested in learning more about you or your website, how could they find you?
1: So they can find me, as you were saying, on fintechreview.net. Um And subscribe to my newsletter where I rant about what's going on in fintech every week because I do love that. They can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm quite active out there. And on Twitter, fintech underscore review, where I tweet about things, stuff that I I see throughout the week.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And yes, I did see that Twitter feed on your website. So that was pretty cool where you can see exactly what Tristan is thinking about in that moment on his website as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. And if you didn't catch all of that, I will have all of that in the show notes. So don't worry if you are a tech head like me or like Tristan, please definitely check out the show notes and get more involved with his website and what he has going on. So thank you so much, Tristan, for coming on the show today. Mm -hmm.